the desperate rush to sign this flawed nuclear agreement with Iran is not only absurd, it's downright dangerous. Yesterday, Iran fired missiles in the vicinity of the American consulate in Iraq. And the U.S. continues to charge ahead along with the other powers to sign a nuclear agreement that will give the Ayatollahs a nuclear arsenal. That was the former prime minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, in a video that he made. And I'm still wondering, is, is this video made for Americans or was this made for Israelis, reminding people that he's still on the political scene and, and he'll be trying to be the prime minister again very, very soon? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you, but the Iran problem is a real one and it's not getting any press, any coverage, especially as we see them sending rockets and missiles towards the U.S. consulate in Iraq, and as we watch while we watch Russia invade Ukraine, we see the United States working with Russia to bring Iran to the table for a nuclear deal that we don't even want. Senator Todd Young joins us right now of Indiana. And, sir, I know you've been talking about this. You, you, you've got statements about this on uh, your site, young.senate.gov. But before we get to it, uh, the, the, the latest out of Ukraine tells us that while the Russian military may very well be inept and they are poorly trained, that doesn't mean that an inept, poorly trained military still isn't dangerous. We see a continued movement about trying to engage a siege uh, of Kiev. We see cities that have been taken uh, uh, on on the east, some cities they haven't taken yet, but they're still engaging a pounding in. Is there a political or diplomatic way of ending this invasion in your view? Thanks for having me on, Tony. Uh, There is. Uh, I'm not sure it's a near-term solution, but uh, we need to keep up the pressure uh, on on the Russian military, on Vladimir Putin. The way we can do that is to continue providing lethal assistance to the Ukrainian people, as, as I just voted to do. Uh, we can further resource them by ensuring that, uh, as uh, President Zelensky uh, addresses members of Congress, and we're going to hear from him again tomorrow, and he asks for things, uh, like in this case, some MiG fighter jets uh, that the Poles are willing uh, through us to provide to the Ukrainians, uh, that we are responsive to those requests for assistance. That, in turn, will give President Zelensky uh, and uh, partners and allies more leverage uh, to sit down at the negotiating table. Vladimir Putin will be forced to the table and concessions uh, could be forthcoming. But it's only under that scenario where we're going to see an end to this uh, in coming weeks or months. If instead uh, we show any sign of weakness, then Vladimir Putin is going to continue to press, 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 not just in in Ukraine, but he will push on in Moldova and and Poland and the Baltic states and beyond. The only thing this man understands is strength, uh, and, and military strength, and that's why it's essential that we continue to resource uh, the freedom fighters in Ukraine. So you're not of, of the belief that the allowing of Poland to take these 29 MiGs that they inherited from the Cold War and allow Ukrainian pilots to basically come on over, get in the planes, and fly them back, you don't believe that somehow NATO uh, engaging in a war action and giving Putin more cause to use, uh, whether it's more force or whether it's chemical weapons or something else, or get the aid of China, you favor the, the MiGs being allowed over to Ukraine? Yeah, that's not an act of war. If if providing Stinger uh, anti-aircraft missiles, uh, if providing 
javelin anti-tank weapons to the Ukrainian uh, is is not an act of war, then providing MiG jets is, is certainly not of, of a different kind of uh, uh, assistance we've been providing uh, thus far. And so, no, I don't think that uh, is a, an act of pr- uh, provocation or escalation. Moreover, what we're doing here, big picture, is assisting the Ukrainian people in defending sovereignty. Uh, we're, we're basically furthering the notion of uh, neutrality. Ukra- Ukraine uh, was uh, a neutral, independent actor. The U.S., yes, we had front- friendly relations with them, but we're not a treaty partner. The neutrality of Ukraine was violated by Russia, and we're trying to uphold uh, their neutrality as, as a country. Uh, it is Russia that's committed an act of uh, aggression and of war. And uh, if we assent to that, uh, then other nations will succumb to the same fate. Talking to Senator Todd Young of Indiana, let's move it over now uh, to this conversation. Uh, you and I have spoken many times. There are things that I disagree with you on. I don't think that's a surprise or a shock. Uh, but the, the, the covering of Iran in this situation in what it is the United States is trying to do with rebuilding a a nuclear deal and getting this assistance from Russia. This is one of the crazier what the, I mean, I I don't have any other way of saying it, sir. This is a what the hell kind of story. So I do appreciate uh, you writing about it as you did at young.senate.gov, telling President Biden an Iran agreement without broad congressional support will not survive. So first, let's talk about the agreement that Biden is trying to get done right now. Why is he doing it? And what kind of agreement would you be looking for? Yeah, so listen, uh, President Biden has been uh, on on policies, foreign and domestic, captive too often to his far left progressive wing. Uh, he has catered to their whims and, and, and uh, their passions from green energy to uh, to uh, taxes, and uh, and now it seems to the Iran deal. He is desperate to get back into uh, an, an Obama-era deal. But the problem is uh, the, the Moors in Iran have moved the chains on him. Uh, they they recognize that, that you have a president desperate to get to a deal, and uh, uh, and and he seemingly is is going to stop at at nothing to uh, and enter a deal that's really really bad. So what is on the table right now is is providing substantial sanctions relief in exchange for uh, what the Iranian leadership tells us is merely short term limitations on their nuclear program. You know, setting aside whether or not they're even going to abide with this deal, this is horrible. The leading state sponsor of terror, which you said in your lead-in, has been responsible in recent days for targeting our diplomats and and our service members in Iraq, is going to be given more resources to carry out more terror? Uh, and and uh, what 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 do we get out of this? Well, we continue to have the ability to inspect their nuclear facilities. But you know what? Before the JCPOA or the Iran agreement was even inked years ago in 2015, under international law, we had the ability to inspect their weapon sites. So we get nothing out of this deal. We need to walk away from the table, and uh, there may be an opportunity at some point in the future to return to the table. But, uh, you know, we should listen to the Israeli leadership. We should listen to a number of the Gulf partners who absolutely have a vested interest in making sure that Iran does not have more capacity to uh, engage in terror. 
and walk away from this bad deal. But this is more than just, you know, uh, the idea of walking away. It, Biden can't walk away from a deal that he's begging the Iranians to come to. Iran's yeah. not like, hey, let's make a deal. This is Biden saying, please, please, please make a deal. And it very much seems that the only reason Biden is there, that the president is interested in a deal with Iran, is because Donald Trump, former President Trump, got rid of the old deal, the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action. And that doesn't seem to me to be a strong strategy for foreign policy. No, it's, it's not a strong strategy. Uh, he's over-eager to get a deal. Listen, most of the people listening uh, to this show have bought a car. And when you sit across the person selling you a car, you don't spend most of the time talking about how much you love the car, uh, how desperate you are to have a ride, how much you really need this car, how, how your family members are pressuring you uh, to get this car. But this, this is the sort of, of transaction that, that seems to be occurring. No matter uh, how bad things get, how terroristic uh, the Iranian leadership is, uh, how, how nefarious their nuclear weapons development becomes, uh, President Biden seems uh, just as eager to get into a deal. He needs to walk away, and, and he has a golden opportunity now that Vladimir Putin – uh, is is trying to create an economic lifeline through this deal. Putin is essentially uh, saying, okay, uh, we will continue to be supportive of this deal that you, uh, President of the United States, want to uh, advance so badly. Uh, we will continue to uh, uh, pressure the Iranians to get into this deal. But we have to allow Iran, with all of its uh, uh, oil wealth and, and uh, productive capacity, to trade with Russia. Well, listen, uh, we can't give Vladimir Putin a lifeline uh, right now. And, and, and so uh, this should be an opportunity for President Biden to say, that's gone too far. I'm going to walk away from this deal. I'm going to walk away from the progressive elements of my party using Vladimir Putin as the pretext. And he hasn't even done that yet. So uh, this is why Benjamin Netanyahu is, is pleading with American legislators, the American people, anyone who will listen to be helpful here, uh, because you know uh, this is a, gr- a great threat to uh, the state of Israel. We cannot accept a nuclear-armed Iran breathing down the throats of the, of the people of Israel. Talking to Senator Todd Young of Indiana, I accept the fact that the progressive elements within the Democratic Party, whether you talk about the squad or, or others, uh, either are or absolutely err on the side of anti-Israel or anti-Semitism. I'm willing to say that. You can agree or disagree. Uh, I'm the one who, who said that. But there are other members of the Democratic Party. Are none of them speaking out saying, President Biden, what in the world are you doing here? There are. Uh, increasingly, we've seen some prominent Democrats who seem to be applying more pressure to the president. We've in, even had a couple of his political appointees step away from the negotiations process uh, because uh, he seems to be giving away the store. When your political appointees, those, those are people who worked on your campaign, gave money to your campaign, he brought into the administration because uh, he trusted them and, and had a close relationship with them, and, and he thought he saw the world the way they did. When those people are walking away from the negotiating table, that ought to tell you something. So uh, hopefully the president will be responsive to these prominent Democrats in his administration and in Congress who are now blessedly starting to push back. Republicans, make no mistake, though, Republicans are really leading the charge here. And, um, you know, it's, it's our patriotic 
duty to do so when we see such uh, an egregious deal about to be inked. Before I let you go, I've got about a minute left. You have President Zelensky of Ukraine addressing Congress uh, t- tomorrow. Um, after that address, I assume you have a slight idea of what he's going to ask for. Is Congress going to now authorize even more than the $14 billion that's already been authorized? It may. Uh, I'm not sure additional money is needed, uh, but I'm open to that conversation, which is why uh, I voted for an important package the other day that would increase our defense spending uh, by over 5%. Uh, it would also provide uh, the $14 billion you indicated for lethal assistance. Uh, we have to keep the thumbscrews on Vladimir Putin if that requires some additional investments to defend their security, and by extension ours, I'm all in. Senator Todd Young, I appreciate taking the time uh, to be with us today. Senator, uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you in the days ahead. Uh, this Iran conversation is incredibly important because it shows, it, it, when we don't see it reported in the media, there's a reason for it, because it shows exactly how ridiculous the Biden administration is. There's no rational way you can be threatening Russia, and it can be seen as strong, if you're also begging Russia to help you to create a deal with Iran that also isn't strong. That's not even a political statement. That's a rational mind statement, and there's a reason why we don't hear this story, and that's why I was very happy to see uh, Senator Young moving in this direction. I thought it was the give this as much daylight as we can. Again, there's nothing political there. When people hear that, they say, that's ridiculous. And it is ridiculous. More to come. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today.